It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards. Your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome, Wizard fans. What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Wizards with SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer Ben Mahetch and myself, Anthony Cittadino. We're your hosts, and you are now Locked On Wizards. Go subscribe to the Locked On Wizards podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Locked On Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a lot to get into, including possible free agent pickups, reconsidering some moves Washington made in the offseason, and a presidential question because, you know, today's, you know, it's, it's, it's inauguration day. But first... Before we get into all that, this episode is brought to you by CBDMD. January is important in setting the tone for the new year. And in 2021, that has never been more true. Luckily, our good friends at CBDMD are here to give you the support you need to conquer your new year's resolution and make this year your best one yet. And if those resolutions happen to involve fitness, they've got a brand new topical product that'll help you keep moving all year long. CBD Relief with Lidocaine fuses CBDMD's hybrid broad-spectrum formula with fast-acting Lidocaine to help provide temporary relief for minor aches and pains. And with the new bag-on-valve spray technology, relief can be applied comfortably at any angle, even upside down. And to make it even easier to get the year started off right, they're offering all our listeners 20% off your next order when you use the promo code MBA at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code NBA for 20% off your purchases for superior CBD products from CBDMD. What's up, Lockdown Wizards listeners? We have a great show ahead of us. So, Ben, first, let's just thank all these people, all these beautiful people out here listening. All you guys listening out here, thank you for making Lockdown Wizards a part of your day wherever and whenever you may be listening 
thank you for choosing to to just to, to spend a little time you know out of your day with us and to talk wizard hoops so let's just get right into it ben we got a lot to get into so tuesday the toronto raptors waved alex len a former maryland center who the wizards eyed back in 2013 obviously he never quite lived up to the expectations after being selected fifth overall but he's shown to be somewhat reliable as a backup center Ben, the, we know the Wizards need a center desperately right now. So are you interested at all in Alex Len? This is, if you asked me three weeks ago, if this is where we'd be um, 10 games of the season, banking on Alex Len to be the hero to save the day, um, I would probably say that the season isn't going too hot. But here we are. And honestly, I kind of like Alex Len. You look at his per 36 numbers. It's not the most reliable data. Obviously, it's, it's blown out of proportion a bit. But he averaged 20 and 10 a couple years ago per 36 in Atlanta. He's a guy who blocks shots. He averaged three, three blocks per game per 36. The Wizards obviously need rim protection. Um, they created a roster spot after waving Andres Pasternik's. He's kind of similar to Andres Pasternik's in the sense that he's obviously big. He's really tall. But the difference is he knows how to use his length. He knows how to use his body. Um, he's a good rim protector, like I said. Someone who you can count on. He's not wasting minutes when he's on the court. He plays hard. He plays energetic basketball. The Wizards could do a lot worse, I think. If you throw him on the court, you could make an argument that he'd probably be their best healthy center right now. He's more mobile than Robin Lopez. He's probably a better rim protector than Robin Lopez. Um, and, and he plays more like a center than Mo Wagner does. Mo Wagner is kind of a floor spacer. Uh, doesn't block too many shots. Not the greatest defender. So I don't know. They can do a lot worse. I'd be a fan. They have the roster space for him. He co- wouldn't come at an expensive price. So why not? And again, Maryland connection. Shout out Juan Dixon. What about you? Is it that that just doesn't? My my pitch just didn't work. This, there's no selling you on Alex Len or what? No, there was nothing wrong with your pitch. Lovely pitch, but to tell you the truth, I I don't want them to settle for a guy like Alex Len. I'd, I'd love them to to venture a trade of some sort. Right now, the free agency pool is is kind of bare, kind of dead. What we've really seen their options to grab, you know, a, a player for their front court. I would love to see them make a trade of some sort. I mean, early on in the season, there, there were talks of maybe Washington talking with Indiana about a Miles Turner trade. That could that could bode well down the road for Washington if they give up assets such as Troy Brown Jr., Isak Banga, you know, et cetera, and maybe a Jerome Robinson. Or, or you know, call up Cleveland. They got a million centers over there. To So I don't think that they should really settle with a guy like Alex Len when, when they maybe they can honestly, you know, go out right now and try and find, uh, you know, a, a capable trade for more length, for a, another big for for the front court. I don't know what you really think about their trade options right now, their market value for the, for, for, you know, the, the players that I just, um, you know, named like Troy Brown, Isak and, and Mo guys like that. I don't know what you, what you think about that, but I mean, don't, don't you think that we can maybe get someone better? Yeah. With with Washington, I just feel like beggars can't be choosers, right? We know these players and their worth. It's not the greatest. You call Kobe Altman in, in Cleveland and you say, hey, we like Larry Nance. He's athletic. He's long. He's good character. He fits right into the locker room. He's exactly what we want in the center. Uh, what can what interests you on our roster? Obviously, besides Bradley Beal. I think Kobe Altman would say, yeah, Tommy Shepard, I really appreciate your call. I'm glad you like Larry Nance, but uh, sorry, the, the interest does not reciprocate in anything you have. 
and the Wizards obviously can't afford to give up another protected first round pick for any sort of productive center on, on Cleveland. Um, I don't I don't see how the Wizards can swing a trade for a player that's better than Alex Land with what they currently have, unless you're open to trading someone like Troy Brown. At this point, I'm honestly not even that. I wouldn't even be that discouraged if they traded him for a reliable backup big, if it's a veteran center or something like that. I wouldn't hate it. But I, I don't think beggars can be choosers. Alex Land, I think, is a somewhat reliable. And when he's healthy, he's decent. The Wizards really, it's like, what, what, what more can you ask for with what you have? It's like, they don't really have any assets on their team to trade right now. The Bongas of the world, the Jerome Robinson of the world, I would, I would trade them, of course, for a player like Larry Nance. But I'm not sure, I'm not sure other teams really want these guys. Right. We don't know if they want them, but we do know that they have that all three of those players have been proven to be capable on the floor and productive when they're on the floor, you know, you know, given, given the right opportunities, Isak, obviously one of the best defenders on the team, uh, you know, Troy Brown jr. In my mind, all like one of the more complete players on the team does not get the minutes that, that he should this season, got the minutes that he should last season. It's not really making sense. Uh, this season and Jerome Robinson, we see great flashes. He brings great energy. He defends well. He, you know, he, 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 you know, he shoots the ball well. And, and it's, and I, I love his layup package. I, I really do. I, I, I think all three of those guys have really proven to, to be, to be asked, to be good assets off the bench, really. And when we're talking about Cleveland and the amount of centers that they have, it's, they're, they're going to, I would think they would, you know, maybe want to move one of their big men. I, I really, I really do. I, I don't think they're going to end the season with, with all their, with all these centers, all these, you know, power forward slash centers on their team. So I, I think that they can make a move. I think that they can make a jump. I mean, obviously beggars can't be choosers, but I don't want to think of the Washington wizards Ben, as beggars. Are we talking about yeah, last season? If, Are we talking about last season? Is is that why they're beggars? Because because of last season? No, I mean because right now, if we're talking about games. that, I mean the Warriors could be beggars too, right? Because of last season. No, I I mean right. the Warriors that have because injuries happen. Like in but injury. Yeah, but the, I mean, look, we're talking about players like Jerome Robinson, Isaac Bonga, Troy Brown. It's like those. Yeah, guys, but but we're also talking about players like Larry Nance, and I mean, maybe, yeah, Larry Nance has Larry Nance. If Larry Nance was a free agent right now, he'd get signed. Would you oh, say for the sure. same thing for Jerome Robinson? No, definitely Jerome not. But probably at the I'm talking about I'm talking about a potential multiple player like trade, like you know, for him or picks. Yeah, but he is worth picks, thing, Anthony. Like, sure, the picks thing, I agree. I think if you add a couple second rounders, maybe throw in a guy like Ish Smith, then the value goes up because you know what you're going to get from Ish Smith. He's a lot more productive than right, like right. they said. Bongas of the world. We let's be honest, and I'm going to be honest. He's with the young fans, though. I hope they don't take this. I'm gonna. I but you need more than youth to be just become an asset. Otherwise, um, I mean, the likes of Kevin Porter Jr. would right. be right. wouldn't be talked about getting. Moved. I hear you I, on I, that. You need more than youth. There's plenty of young players out there. And while we appreciate the guys the Wizards have, the truth of the matter is the Wizards picked these players up scraps, right? Bonga got traded, You're right? You're and, right. And yeah. the, they got him off a three-team trade because the Lakers simply needed to create roster spots after getting Anthony Davis. Right. They got same the thing, same thing with TB, right? Isaiah Thomas. Exactly. So the TB yeah, worked out, yeah, and that's all right, fine and dandy. Right. But, like, we know what we're going to get out of TB. He's a, he's a very good center in the league. Bonga, Jerome Robinson, these guys, it's like they haven't, they haven't really shown anything to be thrown into trades where you're getting a reliable player back. And truth be told, if you put them in, in Cleveland, it's like they're not going to be playing time in Cleveland. They're not going to play these guys over, over 
you know, Chetty Osman or, or Colin Sexton or Darius Garland or any of these players, there's no reason. I just feel like they don't move the needle. If you attach a guy like Ish Smith, a Howell Neto, and the second round pick or something, then maybe. But right now, I think yeah, I, Alex, <laughs> Alex Len might be the best that they can get. I, I do hear you on a lot of that, but I just think that with what Cleveland has and what they're working with, all the centers that they have, if picks are thrown at them, if random assets are thrown at them, especially a 6'6 point guard to a small forward, a guy that can play three positions you know, like Troy Brown, maybe they would bite for it because, I mean, they just got Jared Allen. They really traded nothing. They they have Larry Nance. They have Drummond. They have Javel. They have all these guys they have Kevin Love coming back in like in a week or two. So they have all these guys for the front court. I I I'm just thinking maybe they'll make a move to secure more picks that down the road. Maybe not more assets because I mean, like you said, a lot of these guys that we're talking about for the Wizards, they you know it, you know quote unquote scraps you know from other teams like like the Lakers and such. I I still think Troy Brown Jr. is valuable. It's his third year in the league. Right now, he's not. I don't think he's being used correctly especially after coming off the year that he just had. And, you know, Isak, he's super young, right? Jerome Rob, we're talking about all the real young guys. And I, and I know that, you know, when, when, when we're talking about youth, you have to show more. I think that these guys have shown, shown a good amount as role players. And honestly, Isak, he started a lot of games for, for the Wizards. And, and I know like the Wizards were, weren't working with much last year. It, it just, you know, for a for a perimeter defender, I mean, a, any team is going to want a guy like that. And Ben, you and I talk a lot about that, right? Guys like that last in the league for 10 plus years because of that ability. Because, I mean, whatever ability they have on the offensive end is, you know, you know that is whatever the case. But if you're able to defend that well, if you're able to defend on the perimeter and be that, and, and, and be that capable, you know, and, and, and stay healthy, you're going to be in the league for 10 plus years. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't also want to overblow his capabilities because, I mean, look, he's he's probably the best perimeter defender on the worst defensive team ever. So it's like, all right, if he's like Bong is your best defender, you're a bad bad defensive team. You're probably a bad team in general. And if you put a guy like Isak Bong on twenty nine other teams, he's probably not your best defender. I think that says a lot. I I'm not saying that he's going to be the, like I'm not saying he's a top defender in the league, but like also when you look at a guy like Frank Nelkina. And, and, and how how his defensive you know attributes are, are talked around around the league he he's he's a coveted player he's a coveted guard like you know teams are going to want guards like that like even if they're coming off the bench maybe they don't do much offensively but they still they still pose as a as a you know a good a, a good asset to have for you know, for defensive schemes, for, I mean, you know, random games to, to, to implement in there. And I know that that Scott Brooks, he picks and chooses the games that Isak plays, but I'm not going to sit here and just say, just because he's on the, on the Wizards, he's, you know, we say that he's one of the best defenders on the team, but I'm not going to sit here and say that they're the, they're the worst. They're the most, they're the worst defensive team in, in the history of the game, man. You can't say, I mean, there, there's been a lot worse. Doesn't. I mean, I'm not saying it. They're, they're telling me. If I'm watching the Wizards and they're giving up 300 points in two games, I can't sit here and say like, "All right, you guys are may not be." It's like no, the data is telling me they are arguably the worst defensive team in the I'm league. I'm pretty <laughs> sure, like I think, like maybe, I think ten years ago the Wizards started out like 0 and 12 or something like that. You can't sure, tell I'm me not, I'm not, the worst team, you know, worst defensive, you know, team ever. I'm I know that they're struggling to def- like they are struggling defensively. They are. 
I'm, I'm but why not can't gonna, I say that when it's true? I'm saying that you, of course, you can say that, that they can, they, they're struggling defensively, but you're sitting here saying that they're the worst defensive team ever. They, they're currently one of the worst defensive teams ever. I'm not saying that. That's what they've shown me. That's what the data says. I didn't just wake up one day and we're like, oh, the Wizards are... It's not like they're giving up 95, 100 points, 115 points. This team regularly gives up 120 points per game. They give up 130, 40 points per game in regulation. Right. So I can't... They show me that they're awful defensively. But it, I mean, it could not be awful. It could be they argued that... Historically awful. But it, it could be argued that De- that Detroit is a worst defensive team right now. Yes, I'm, I'm not saying they're the worst defensive team in league history. I'm saying they're amongst the worst defensive teams in league history. If you want to argue semantics and put them, put them as the, the seventh worst defensive team in league history, <laughs> hey, guess what? <laughs> You're still God, in horrendous God. company. That's all You're, I'm saying. You're in horrible company. But you are putting them down there plummeting at one of the worst defensive teams Ever Easily. without a doubt, I'm not putting them down there. there. They put themselves, but there. but they okay, but you, okay, got gotcha. You're saying the data that has been shown, what you have seen so far, that's just what it is, without a doubt. Okay, okay, yeah. I just you know I just don't want to go on record saying that they are the the worst defensive team of all time. But we got a lot more to talk about on that, and really with you know more pickups, more potential pickups, more more discussion on on what they could have done free agency wise. But first, before we get into all that, guys, I want to talk to you and tell you guys about bet online. Are we ready for some football? The NFL divisional round just finished up with championship Sunday, right around the corner. There is only one place that has you covered and one place we trust BetOnline.ag. sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. The AFC and NFC championship games are set. Brady versus Rogers, two hall of famers, battling for another Super Bowl chance. Mahomes and the Chiefs look to advance to their second Super Bowl in two years. And Josh Allen and the Bills have been rolling. Who is going to meet up in the Super Bowl? Who is your pick? Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Betting on the Washington Wizards doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Lockdown Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling, get daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Lockdown Bets podcast brought 
to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, folks. How we doing, DC? You're still locked on Wizards here with Ben Mehech and myself, Anthony Cittadino. Okay, guys, so we just got done talking about free agency, potential pickups, um, and, and, and potential trades, really. So now, Ben, let's talk about what the Wizards really did free agency-wise before prior to the season. And and what you know, and, and how it has affected the season so far to, to get off to this three and eight start. So, really, you know, the Wizards haven't gotten off to the greatest start. And while it's probably too early to, to start evaluating players, it's not too early for the sake of conversation. So, so if you could redo what Tommy Shepard, their team, Scott Brooks, whoever had say in free agency throughout, you know, th- throughout the course, you know, prior to the season. Would you do anything differently if you were in that front office position where if you, if you were in charge with, uh, with the wizards? You look around the league and you see the players who are, who are overproducing their value and comparing it to what the wizards gave to say uh, Davis Bertans, Davis Bertans got $80 million. Um, Obviously he's been playing into shape this year. Um, he, He showed some flashes of actually, playing some really productive basketball before the end of the, uh, you know, b- before this COVID uh, madness happened. He had the best game of his, of his uh, season against the Suns, showed that crazy range. But the Wizards are an elite-level scoring team. Bertans adds to that, of course. But when you look around the league, some of the guys that they could have used, Jeremy Grant, I know the Wizards were interested in, the Matha. Um, he's averaging 25 points per game this season. Making sixty million less than Bertans, Christian Wood. Uh, coincidentally, the Pistons let him go to sign Jeremy Grant. He's averaging twenty-four and ten, off on forty-one mil, half the contract that Bertans got. These guys, I think, would have fit in with what the Wizards need more than what Bertans has been giving them. Just because you're going to get elite-level scoring with or without Bertans, with Beal, Russ, and all the other players that they have on the roster. Jeremy Grant, Christian Wood. These are versatile defenders. Jeremy Grant, uh, an elite-level defender capable of switching one through four. You can, he can guard three, four positions. Same thing with Christian Wood has shown to be a dynamic offensive player too. Um, both of them probably have more upside than, than the, than the players that the Wizards um, re-signed, obviously just, and you can see that by the numbers they're putting up early this season. So if I could redo anything to expand the, to re-signing Bertans, because when, when you, when you, when you're that committed to signing a player like Bertans, you price yourself out of players like Jeremy Grant and Christian Wood, who could have been had for smaller deals and have shown to be at least early this season, probably a little bit more productive than that as Bertans has been. And wow, I just, I love, I, I mean, who could have seen what Christian Wood would have, you know, how he's come out of the gate. You know, he's looking like an absolute stud all-star almost 24 points a game over 10 rebounds a game. It's, it's, it's absolutely sensational compared to what he did last year with Detroit. And, and yeah, right. If we could go back, obviously we would have, you know, we, we would have wanted to go that route knowing what we know now, but back then, you know, obviously the, the knowledge wasn't there. You know, no one knew Christian Wood was going to have, you know, a season like this. Everyone knew he was going to have more minutes being, being with Houston. We just did not know he was going, I mean, I mean, to, to be a 20 and 10 guy in the league, that's not easy to do. There's, there's only a handful of guys that can do it every season. I mean, and, and that handful is very small. So I guess it's not, it's not frustrating looking back on it. It's, I mean, you know, it, 
you just wish they did more, right? Sitting here right now, seeing a Robin Lopez is, is what they did. You just wish they, they did more. And Ben, you bring up a veteran wing guard that, that is needed. And that would have been, that would have been everything for, for not only their offense and, you know, you know, if, if you brought in a, a veteran wing guard, like maybe a, maybe a Danny green, you know, for, for defensive purposes to, to, to try and, 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 and switch things up, change things up really with, um, you know, trans, you know, transi- transition defense too. It's, it's a tough thing to watch these guys uh, now um, really with, with maybe not a depleted roster, but a roster that, that, that is, is not ideal to put around two, two guys like Bradley Beal and, and Russell Westbrook. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not the most ideal situation. I would have changed. I mean, obviously sitting here right now, we see some of these guys, I mean, and, and you brought up Jeremy Grant, you know, the kid's an absolute stud. And we saw, we saw a little bit of that with, uh, with, with um, we saw a little bit of that during his days with Denver and how well he did there. And, you know, shout out to Syracuse. He's, you know, he's probably the best, you know, that that's doing it right now for Syracuse. I mean, he's honestly by far right now doing it the best uh, as a Syracuse uh, alum. So yeah, right. You, you wish the wizards made move for these guys, but again, I mean, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, we didn't know exactly how these guys were going to pan out, but, and, and now it's, you know, it's, it's really too late to like really dive into the, to the free agency pool, unless you want to grab guys like, uh, you know, Ian, Mahimi, you know, anyone really else, it's, it's very slim pickings, right? What, what, what are we looking at, Ben? Really like for free, like free agency wise, I mean, besides Alex Len, Ian Mahimi, what are we looking at? Yeah. You're not looking at much. The time to have added free agents has come and gone. Obviously you can, salvage together some sort of a front court or something if you if you signed an Alex Len or if you signed signed a Noah Von Ley, I don't know if you signed a Jan Mahinmi you might be able to get 15 productive minutes out of those guys I'm not sure how much of an impact it'll have on the season but you mentioned Christian Wood not being predictable I'm not sure if that's necessarily true I don't think anybody thought he would average 20 and 10 but he was a player who could easily give you 15 and 8 he showed right. that in Detroit right. Jeremy right. Grant you knew he was a, he was a versatile defender um, he had been that for years in Denver. They mm-hmm. really relied on him. Um, and, and the Wizards really didn't. They obviously showed interest in him, but didn't pursue him as, as much as they should have. He's a guy who I, I'd argue probably fits in more with the team than a player like Davis Bertans, just because he gives you what you need. Davis Bertans gives you what you already have. Not that that's a bad thing. You have a ton of shooting. You're already an elite level scoring team. Adding more firepower doesn't hurt. But those holes defensively that we've been talking about all year long, they stay when you have Dallas Bertans. So Jeremy Grant, he's a player you can count on defensively. Uh, he would he would be their best defender, no doubt about it. He would patch up a lot of the 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 work that they need done in, in the sense that the the guards wouldn't wouldn't have to play defensively as well as they need to today for the team to be successful. Because a guy like Jeremy Grant cleans up where your team is bad. He's a player that some of the most of his impact doesn't even translate. Yeah, Jeremy Grant this year is averaging 25 points per game. I'm not sure that's sustainable, but look, he's doing it this year. Even if it's not sustainable, he's a player who will give you 16, 17 points per game with a steal and a block. He does a ton of the things that don't show up on the stat sheet. I would have loved to see him in D.C. His his dad's obviously played here. His brother played here as well last year in the bubble. Um, he's from the area. It would have been great to see him, but nonetheless, he's in Detroit. 
putting up great numbers on a lesser contract than Davis Burton. So it all kind of goes along the line with the Wizards should have been a little bit more open-minded when it came to free agency. And now it's probably a little bit too late. Right. And you were nervous before they signed Davis. I mean, to all our listeners out there, I mean, before, before Davis got paid, I, I mean, you, you were nervous about paying a guy like him after one really solid year, obviously, you know, he, he had a really solid year, but one very solid year that, that, I mean, looking back at it now, that that's not far-fetched at all. I mean, how nervous you were that, that I, I feel like that was kind of warranted when there were guys out there like a Jeremy Grant that, that is capable of guarding multiple positions like that and being that effective on the offensive end as and and just along with the facilitator that, that that he kind of is too i mean he's he's a great all-around player so yeah i i definitely i i mean i, I definitely want to go back to that because ben we before he got paid we, we were talking about it you were you were definitely nervous about giving him all that money yeah i think a more prudent team look he had a lot of trade value at the deadline i think a more prudent team i know a boston ton. was a i ton. know boston was looking to trade first round picks for him and looking back, would it have been the worst thing if the if the if the Wizards traded him for a first round pick? I'm not sure it would have been. A guy like Bertans, the issue with him is, and it's not really an issue with Bertans the way the Wizards have approached him. When he's when his shooting is off, he's not giving you much else. Right? He can't give you much else. It's not the player he is. He's not going to give you much. Even defense. his transition defense is, is just is suspect. And he's, I mean, his entire game is suspect besides the shooting. And that's fine, right? You need elite level shooters, but do you pay elite level shooters 80 mil when they can't give you nothing else? Right. Jeremy Grant, if his shooting's off, you know, he's still going to give you defense. He's going to give you rebounding. Um, he'll give you, he'll give you things that don't show up on the statute. And a guy like him, I'd be less afraid to pay because you know what you're going to get from him. Bertans, he gave you really, I mean, half a season. Team team went on lockdown. He didn't play in the bubble. So it was like you're kind of just hoping it wasn't a flash in the pan. I don't think it will be a flash in the pan. I'm just saying I think that you they could have been a little bit more diligent with how they how they handled it. And and he's still he's still getting healthy. And I think once he gets in the game shape, whatever that looks like, you know what you're gonna get from Bertans. He's gonna be an elite level shooter, but Jeremy Grant I thought would have been a better fit. But hey, hindsight's 2020. But Anthony, but as this team gets healthy, um, as this team gets fit during this layoff, I want to tell you about built bar anthony just got his massive shipment of built bar and just like me he absolutely loves it it's amongst the most delicious treats it's not even it's not even about the protein part of the bar anthony will tell you it is an absolutely delicious treat you got all sorts of flavors one of my favorite is chocolate chip and cookie dough it is fantastic cookies and cream as well it's just that's the craziest thing about built bar not only is it delicious, it's healthy, it's full of fiber, full of protein. And if you go to BuiltBar.com, you'll get 20% off when you use the promo code Locked On. That's what Anthony did. He got his massive shipment. He's pretty sure he ate a Built Bar right before he had. we started this podcast, and he's on fire. And it's all due to Built Bar. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and you'll get 20% off. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. It's small market meets big market. Wednesdays on Locked On NBA Podcast. Join Jake Madison of the Locked On Pelicans Podcast and John Corrales of Locked On Celtics for a look at the NBA week from all angles. Subscribe to Locked On NBA Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, DC Faithful. We're watching today. It's the 46th inauguration. You guys, it's probably happening in your backyard if you're listening to this. Uh to kind of end this podcast, Anthony, we can't ignore what's going on in the world. We can't ignore the fact that we're experiencing history today. President-elect Joe Biden will have that title removed and become President Joe Biden today. Um, speaking of presidents, I wanted to ask you kind of a hypothetical. If you could pick anyone on this roster to put in that position, who would you pick? And give me a little explanation as to why. Wow. Most the most presidential feeling on the team, the most the most wholesome leader leadership role on the team is what you're asking me to to really to really give to to Wizards fans on, on inauguration day. I mean, I I don't know uh, I don't know these guys personally, but what what really jumps out to me um, a guy who who represents the league really well, a guy that represents himself in a very professional manner, someone who, who is, who's, who seems so, so professional on and off the court. And that, that could play a role like this, that, that, that could lead, you know, a a nation. And the guy that I'm talking about is, is our, is our favorite center, our favorite guy, Robin Lopez, this guy, he seems so, so well-rounded, so wholesome, you know, the guy, he, I, I see him, I see him as a great president. If if given the opportunity, he'd he'd have some sort of of uh, WWE ring in in the west quarters of the uh, of the White House at some you know at some capacity, wherever it may be to to you know you know for for any for any sort of pregame rituals that he that he still may have. You know, Brooke Lopez would be his vice vice president. Two of the tallest guys ever in the in the White House. I think that bode, bode well for for uh, DC. Yeah, and you throw a top hat on him. Imagine that. Throw a top hat like uh, Abe right. Lincoln style on right. Robin Lopez. And he's keeping that's the hair. Good, he's keeping the hair too. That's a great pick. He's such a goofy guy. You forget he went to Stanford, right? right? I mean, he's a, he's a Stanford man. He's a and Stanford he's, man. He's he's really smart. He's very personable. You're right. He's not going to be one of these guys who's going to make irrational decisions. He's very calculated. He knows what he's going to do why he's going to do it. I love that pick. Troy Brown, I think, is an interesting pick for me. Oh, okay. Another guy who exudes intelligence. The way he plays on the court, rarely does he make a mistake. He reads the game while it's happening. The Wizards partially chose Troy Brown because he had an outstanding interview pre-draft. They asked him to draw up a play, and he drew up this really articulate play, blew Scott Brooks away. Then they asked him to drop another one, and he drew up another one. And the Wizards were like, man, this is our guy. So they picked him out of Oregon and just decided not to play him after they picked him. But that's besides the point. I think Troy Brown would be a good right. pick. He right. knows what the youth struggle. He's a young guy. Anthony, 
you let's know, hope these guys have a safe inauguration that are listening to this podcast. Before we sign off, Anthony, hopefully uh, we get some good news. Well, look, we didn't have bad news. And at this point for the Wizards, no news is good news. Hopefully on uh, next time you guys listen to us, we have a preview of a game with the Wizards. No news is good news. We don't have a COVID update, which is good. Um, maybe they're progressing towards a game on Friday. Next time you listen to us, we might have a preview against uh, and Milwaukee's favorite player, Giannis in Milwaukee. There he maybe is. We have a preview. Next there time he is. These guys. Yes, maybe they'll be playing against Milwaukee. Maybe we'll we'll be able to see some Wizards basketball. And I know we're all really so so tired of 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 missing out on on Wizards hoops while the rest of the league is is still playing. But Ben, before we go during inauguration day, let's just let's. I mean, but before we really get going, I I know a lot of listeners out there might be confused by some of the terminology you used the. Uh, uh, during the early points of the of the third segment here when when you said that joe biden is currently the president-elect and and he will forfeit that title to become the president of the united states tomorrow so ben why don't you you know you know you're you are you're you're about to be out of law you know you're out of law school you're about to be done with the bar soon you you're you're very involved in in the the political culture in in upstate new york right now can you tell our listeners what that means what you know what what you know what does all this mean president-elect you know i mean he won the election right so so but he has this he has you know the president-elect title and then on this day he's the president so so ben why don't you tell our uh, just give our listeners a a little insight on on why it's president-elect and then the 20th he is the president. Well, as you know, Anthony, this guy, he was certified as the duly elected president of the United States, contrary oh. to the current president's okay. belief. Unfortunately for him, the democracy kept going despite, you know, some insurrection attempts at the Capitol. But guess what? It's duly elected president, whether you like it or not, uh, that president-elect title is stripped because he's going to get inaugurated. He's coming into the White House. Um, and for Trump, that means you got to go, regardless of what you think of Trump. Today's his last day. Joe Biden is the president. And we wish everyone in D.C. a safe inauguration day. I know I'm, I know there's a ton of anxiety uh, about what's been happening in the Capitol and um, in D.C. in general. And we hope that we've provided some sense of relief for you guys, some distraction. And hopefully there's peaceful times ahead of us. Maybe, maybe at some point in the future we'll forget who the president is because he'll be a non-story like it was in the past. And that will be, I think, a day that we're all looking forward to. But either way, D.C., uh lockdown wizards faithful we hope you have a safe day enjoy the inauguration it's an historical event whatever you think about the election it ended the way it did and we have a new president and democracy keeps rolling anthony got any thoughts dc we love you we appreciate you i share the same feelings as ben please have a safe safe inauguration day we um we hope that that everything goes smoothly we hope that all all of you out there listening all of you out there living in the district of columbia any big city really that this may affect, we hope it is a smooth day. We hope that there's no sort of, of chaos or God forbid any bloodshed. So we, we hope that everyone, everyone is safe, has a great day. Um, and again, yes, thank you so much for spending your time listening to lockdown with, with Ben and myself and, Again, I can't I can't express enough. We love you, DC. We appreciate you. We cannot wait to rock with you again tomorrow, Monday through Friday, Lockdown Wizards. Ben, do we got anything else for these guys? 
let's talk hoops Friday, man. Let's put that out into the universe. We got a game Friday. Let's hope it comes to fruition. Eight players available. Let's make it happen. Let's make it, let's make let's it safely it. happen. Let's talk hoops Friday. Absolutely. Guys, enjoy the rest of your day, your night, whenever you may be listening, and we will get back at it tomorrow. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.